Yo, 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 what's good? I'm filter love people. Should God can listen because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all in love. I am the Freedom Coach and you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Listen, 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 listen. Y'all know it's Black History Month. Y'all know my favorite writer is Sir Langston Hughes. So later on, I'll do an excerpt from uh, one of my favorite plays from Mother to Son and also probably a couple of other ones because I think it's important for us to remember where we came from. Um, when I think of that, we're in the 20s, the roaring 20s, what they want to call it. But I think of the Renaissance. I think of the Renaissance of Harlem. I think of what we've been through, how we've developed as a people, and how we've overcome, how we became, right? And when you start thinking of that, then you think of where we can go and where our mistakes were and what lies before us and what lies behind us. So if we pick up all of those pieces, put them together, and put them to how we're supposed to be, then we can find our own wholeness without depending on the government or anybody else to find out who we are, to give us an identity, to give us a purpose, to give us a plan. And you know on Unfiltered Love Radio, that's what we want to do. My job here is to make you lit, is to lift you, inspire you, and transform you to who you want to be so that you can be free and live your mega life. We do that through conversations. We do that through tools, materials, equipments. If you've purchased any of my programs, of course, I appreciate you. If you just like, share, subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the Anchor app, on Spotify, podcast, iHeartRadio, Deezer, any of the any of the social media sites, I also appreciate you because my goal is to reach 7.8 billion people. Now, you already know what I'm going to say. When we get to 2030 and it's 8 billion people, I want to reach all 8 billion of those people. But Kel can't do it alone. There's no possible way that I'm going to talk to 7.6 billion people. But if we spread the message of love and we spread that love is unfiltered and that we can lift, inspire, and transform somebody, you can take that message somewhere so I, that I can't. Another person can take it somewhere you can't. And as we continue to take the message around, we'll be able to build a community of people who genuinely give a damn about life. And that's what happens. We find a lot of people who don't give a damn. But for us, we do. And so if you're a person that do say, I do, y'all know I can't do anything without having you say an affirmation. So as we go on through life and we go on and we reach 7.6 billion people, we have to know that we're reaching them with intent, that we're becoming the purpose that we are to be. So keep listening. I got a special guest for you. You are listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Make sure you're lit, you're lift, inspired, and transformed. And you know at the end what we're going to say. Keep listening. Yo, 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 what's good, Unfiltered Love people? Should God can listen, because I listen from heaven to earth to me, to you, and sell it all in love. You're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Yo, 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 you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Yo, 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 what's good, Unfiltered Love people? Should God can listen, because I listen from heaven to earth to me, to you, and sell it all in love. I am the Freedom Coach, and you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Listen, 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 listen. Man... I don't know how long it's been. I know it at least, at least a year and a half. I've been trying to get bro to come and do an interview. I even volunteered to do an interview with him. I feel like this nigga's been egging me forever. And y'all know this on Filter Love Radio. So if you don't like the word nigga, you don't like a little few cuss words, you might be listening to the wrong station. Yes, we're going to be motivational. Yes, we're going to inspire. Yes, we're going to lift. We're going to transform. We're going to get you to your next level of life. But it's just some people. That just take you there. So, this dude got mad energy. This dude, I don't know. I don't even want to describe him. Who are you, bro? Why are you here? First of all, First of all I need you to speak up because this ain't no light-skinned, sexy-ass video. Ish. Try this again. All right, so, look, so, he got he got his Chris Brown on today. So, listen. So, apparently, apparently, he's going to be, you know, this 
He's gonna have expectations for me. I don't have no expectations. Can I speak to your people? Could you tell them who you are? They don't want to talk to you until you tell them a name. Can I speak to your people? Tell them your name. Can I speak to you? Tell them your name. Can I speak to you? Oh, Lord. See, this is probably why. What's up, beautiful people out here? They can't hear you. What's up, beautiful people out here listening to this? Excuse me if you can't hear me, but I appreciate you if you're listening. Because this is how I talk. You know, the only time I feel the need. He does not talk like this. The only time I feel the need to exert. Follow him or Instagram <laughs> is when I'm making a point. Right now, this is introduction. There's no need for me to yell. Again, I apologize if you can't hear me, but I appreciate if you listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, my name is Tariq Ward. Follow me Close at, the door. at follow me at Reek the Ruler. Let me tell Reek you what underscore. You've been can I give people for. my? Can I, can I, give I mean, I didn't ask you to give yourself a damn Reek. plug. I said tell them your name. We have a plug section later. Reek underscore. The Welcome, Tariq Ward. Tariq Ward. Tariq, thank you. I love, I love this shit already. Let's go. Welcome this guy, bro. I love this shit already. So, Mr. Ward. Yes, sir. Lord Jesus. Why the hell take you so long to get to my studio? How about this? Let's talk about that. I'm a busy man. You are not that. You know what? This man has started a whole YouTube channel, which y'all make sure y'all go follow that. Right. Now you can plug that because I do enjoy just that. Just type in Tariq Ward on YouTube. Don't, don't do it. Now, I'm just saying. So... I've been following you for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, you are probably legit one of the most genuine people I follow on social media. Okay. And it's because I feel like I, I don't just see your highs. I see some of your lows. I see some of your in-betweens. I see some of your rants, <laughs> which is always like funny, but are centered in truth. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have social media personas, but I feel like yours is just authentically who you are. Is that purposely done? I, I really do appreciate that. Um, who I am is the biggest component into what I think will get me to where I want to go in life. Um, so me putting myself out there, I want it to be, as you mentioned, authentic. Um, was it purposely thought out like, okay, I'm going to be like this? No. But it was pre-manifested that, hey, I will not alter anything to make myself gain followers, to make myself more attractive to a female or make myself more attracted to a group of people, whatever. I never wanted to alter anything because here's the blessing behind it is being yourself, you're going to attract people. Like for you, I didn't know you watched my page that much. I appreciate that you watch, but there's only only people that think like you and I, people that are listening to this podcast are the ones that are going to be entertained or intrigued by that podcast. And that's not a shot, or by my Instagram or your podcast, but that's not a shot at people that aren't entertained or, you know, don't find right. us interesting. Right. That's just to say, I feel like that the type of person I am, I know I'm not the only one. And I feel like it's important, very, very, very important for us to, those type of people to come together. And that's the whole mantra of me putting myself out there because you see as you see I interact with certain you know artists etc etc but it's certain people that I gain a connection with that I want to continuously work with that I want to you know sit down and have a talk with right so when when you talk about gaining that connection and being authentic how does that happen for you um honestly and it's crazy because when you're interviewing people you're expecting them to have some 
some type of a deep answer. And I don't. You know why? Because <laughs> I interview a lot of people, and I, I, I think I told, I told you, but I tell everybody, and every, all my listeners, mm-hmm. they know. Mm-hmm. My listeners know you cannot prepare for my interview because you never know what the hell I'm going to do. Right. I'm goofy. I'm crazy. I'm silly. But I'm also genuine enough to understand where people are coming from. Right. And I think you kind of... As everybody that I've interviewed, you're probably the most like me. Right. So this makes this kind of interesting. Like, damn, what would I tell myself? Right. No, and, and and that's why I'm like, that's why I struggle with that question is because, like, for you to be like, all right, so how do I like what do how do I do that? And it's literally me just being me. And I know that sometimes it's like, what's the word I'm looking for? I know sometimes it's aggy, for lack of a better word, to some people. Uh-huh. And I know sometimes it's, you know, it may make me come off a certain way to certain people. But, again, my ultimate goal is to get the people that need that information. That that, inf- that information resonates in their head when I say certain things. That they can relate. Oh, dang, that makes sense. Those are the people I'm talking to. All right, so those are the people we talking to. <laughs> You're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. We'll be right back. We was at the break and we talking about like, you know, who do you talk to? How are you talking to these people and all these things? We're here with Tariq. So for you, you're very, um, you're what I call the epitome of balance because uh, if the word is androgynous, right? right? And so people don't utilize that word they and they, u- they utilize that word as a more of a feminine context right. than what it actually is. Absolutely. But it really means balance. It really means homeostasis. Right. And so when I look at you, you actually use both sides of your brain. Right. You actually understand your, your masculinity, and but your femininity, femininity all yes, in the sir. same moment, wow. right? And you're able to take that and then you're able to create either something really funny out of it or something... Pretty much like, no, this is how I, this is something that I'm feeling deeply. Right. So when you're doing that and you're, you're actually letting the world see that and you're letting them see your pain and your hurt right. and your more feminine side, right. what is the reaction you get from people? I've gotten everything. Um, first of all, what you just said was beautifully said. It gave me goosebumps. I'm... Everything that you tried, everything that you just described me as is what I've been trying to put out. And, I mean... Well, guess what? You're doing a damn good job. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and that, that's how it makes me feel is that I'm actually accomplishing something. So, um, to everyone that does, you know, I don't know how many people listen. And I appreciate... Again, we're so appreciative of listeners. But to everyone that does pay attention and gets the same concepts that Kel is getting, I am beautifully humbled you know what I mean like I'm, I I can't even put into words it almost makes me want to tear up like I can't put into words well, we got tissue <laughs> like, like I place. can't I can't put into words how that makes me feel to know that because that's what I want to put out is that the fact that you don't have to be a certain way to get to your goals mm-hmm. and to answer your question I'm sorry but um to answer your question what do I get I mean from females just to just to, so we can understand how many different responses I get from females is typically they want somebody or not want but they have discrepancies against what I'm thinking because 
men don't typically think like that. And I, I feel like the discrepancy isn't because of what I'm saying or because of what I'm thinking. It's just like, hold on, you're a man. So you're not supposed <laughs> to have those feelings. <laughs> right. You have emotions. Right, exactly. You are hurt. Right. You under you what? Right. You understand how my makeup should look? You understand <laughs> and you know what? Seriously. So so this is the thing. I think in society we've created a bunch of roles, right? right. So one thing of me living in Virginia, um, and I talk about living in Virginia all the time, and it's nothing against VA, y'all know. But one thing living in Virginia and coming from California, what and California we deal with it as well, just not as much, mm-hmm. is we don't really have defined gender roles unless you're an older generation. Okay. But we as millennials, we don't have defined gender roles. Right. We believe that yo the trash is full, take the damn trash out, right. man, woman, dog, cat. If you can have opposable thumbs, take right. the trash out. Right. If you know that you have reflexive thought, take the trash out. Right. That's what separates us from animals, right? right? Because we can't just live in any habitat. I think what I find, excuse me, what I find here when talking to people and communicating, I often find that there are defined gender roles. Mm-hmm. So one of my big things, oh, matter of fact, I'll ask you. Okay, my audience, they know. This is a when I if I write this on Facebook, I put it on Instagram, I put it on Twitter, I always get a big crazy response. And I'm gonna talk about it one day here. But I'm gonna ask you, do you pay for the first day for a female? Um, I don't my the real quest the real question is oh the, the my real answer is Okay, I don't go on first dates. Mmm. So you sound like me. This is why I don't like you. Because you sound like me. So I, I, that's what I say. I don't go on first. Explain what you mean. Because I think I already know. If, but tell if, them. If I can't sit down with you and have a conversation with you, if I can't be alone with you and feel comfortable, if I, what makes you think I want to go out with you in public? So, and, then, and, then, yeah, and then pay for something that I'm probably not even enjoying. Right. I'm, that doesn't make sense in any realm to me. So I've never, like females that's like, oh, you know, oh, we need to go out. Because I mean, we live in a day and age. You meet a lot of people online. You meet a lot of people indirectly. A lot of a lot of meeting people isn't how it used to be where you walk up to somebody like, hey, you know, so da, 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 I want to get to know you. Right. And, right. And granted, there's still plenty of conversation and I've met plenty of people like that. But I'm just saying in general, when it comes to being attracted, even if you go walk up to, a, you know, someone you're attracted to and say, hey, you know, can I get your number? Da, 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 da. I'm not getting your number so we can go out to go spend money. I'm getting your number so you can either A, come over. It don't have to be sexual. It don't have to be anything like that. But so we can build a relationship. Because right. relationships is built on communication. How the fuck can we go out in public if we don't know how we all... Like, what, are we just going to sit there and look at each other and talk and, like, try... Like, yeah, that's old school and it makes sense, but let's No, say, it does not make sense. Let's say I don't, it, it, I don't like you. No, 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 no. Let's I'm say stopping. I don't like you. It's old school and the shit didn't ever make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. And it's still... And you know what? It's funny because I have an aunt and uncle who've been married probably 40 years or so, right? Mm. And initially, she tells me the first 10 years she didn't like him. And then he has the same story, like... He grew to love his wife, right? I should not have to grow to love you while I'm married to you. Right. I should grow to love you by our genuine conversation, by our genuine creating a relationship. Any female that thinks, or any male, shit, I don't care. Any male or female that thinks that they need to be taken out or go out for the first time of meeting someone, I think is very uncomfortable with themselves. Yep, you heard it here on Unfilter <laughs> Love Radio. If you gotta go out... To feel like you're doing something, 
you're uncomfortable with yourself. Right. Stay tuned. to love people we're back it's your guy Calistus we talked to Tariq Woolworth um inspiration motivation all of this stuff that this man is we um we were talking about first dates and all this stuff um so you told us the reaction that you get from females what's the reaction you get from dudes because um, you hang around a lot of trill ass people yeah I'm a gangster if y'all don't know like, <laughs> like don't like, don't, like so, so wait a minute this is the most craziest thing right I'm really a and so this dude does some shit that I wouldn't even think he does, right? And then I'm like, I, I guess I get added to, like, you know, Instagram, you got the friends group. Right. And I get added to, like, the secret group. Right. And I'm starting to see shit, and I'm like, <laughs> he hang around people that look like they'll just murk you. But then he they, doesn't look will. like that. And they will. He doesn't look like that, right? He look like he's smiling. So then... I know in my past and in my what I do, like I'll smile, but at the same time I'll shoot the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how my dad was, and that's kind of how my uncles are, and that's kind of how my mom. Like yeah. my whole family's kind of we are hood, but at the same time we're bright enough to understand. I'm just not gonna get in trouble just to get in trouble. And I mean, that, <laughs> everything that you just said goes back to what you said at the beginning: the androgyny, the balance. It, it's it's all it is is balance. Like I don't, I, I'm not softer or harder because of my demeanor. Like if we if you ever feel the need to try me and I'm I'm not trying to sound intimidating I'm sorry but if you ever felt the need to try see me, but that's you, that androgyny right <laughs> <laughs> if, if you ever he you should see him his fucking hands are folded he's there like if you ever try the need like a little crappy kid right? right but he means it with all intent like yeah, yeah. he will fuck if you he, up yeah, like, <laughs> like, and, and that's real shit like if you ever because that's how that's how much it offends me when someone tries to. Test my niceness, test my intelligence, test my articulation. If, if you think I'm something else because I'm not, I don't have a learning disability. If you think that I'm, I'm something else because I articulate my words. Or if you think I'm something else because I don't walk around like, yeah, my nigga, like da 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 da. Then you got this shit fucked up because <laughs> I think you should be more scared of people who. Who that, smile? Because yeah, like, we're smiling because we're trying not to right, like, get to that next level. You don't want me there. I'm one of those people. Like I got homies that's ready to go at any time. I would if if I'm ready to go. Don't like don't talk. Don't like you better run. And I'm not saying that again to be intimidating. But me being in that realm, me being in that mindset, me wanting to cause harm to another person, et cetera, et cetera. And we're just talking about the people I hang out with and how they look different than me. That is, if I ever get into that mindset as, as my, the same as my homies, like I would probably be one of the most, if not the most criminal, crazy minds to probably walk this earth. And I'm not trying to be arrogant with that. That's not a good or bad thing. It is what it is. So do you watch TV? No. I didn't think so. What do you read? Books. What's um, the last thing you read? Um, how how white people got rich. How white people got rich. Yes. Tell us about it. Who wrote it? Um, I can't. Oh my god, I really can't think of the author right now. But um, David, uh, not David Stern. Wow. The huh, uh, uh, David Stern uh, out here telling us how white people. No, no, we, no. I'll read that. <laughs> the, the former Clippers owner. The guy that said Donald that, Sterling. Donald, Donald Sterling. That's you know, you see why I messed so up. So you know I'm a fan, right? Okay, I'm probably wow. the only one. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Donald Sterling. He's on the cover. Um, 
And within the book, I mean, you see everything from... I mean, this is how white people got rich, is when you have 500 years of free labor, it's kind of it's, it's hard not to be rich. Mm-hmm. When you, know, you don't got to pay for your... You're getting 100% profit for, you know, tobacco, cotton, etc. And, you know, slavery is sick, but let's think of the actual monetary and the actual business plan that these sick-ass people thought of. Okay, you take... When, the, you, when you say sick-ass people, explain that. Sick people... Because we're not talking about all white people. We're talking about a certain one. Not. So, let's explain not. that. Um, sick people that think that power and control are the means to life. You don't really want... Okay, I'll get into it. Thank you. There are some... Because I was about to say... There you, are, hold on. Because this nigga's about to come here and try to give me a basic answer. Like, I don't know his real <laughs> heart desire answer. Okay. And the purpose of me asking you that... So, the purpose of this podcast and the podcast for the month of February, mm-hmm. we're really defining... What black creativity is, okay. what black excellence is, what it is to have that black upper, right? And it's not just because it's Black History Month, because I do that every day. Right. And I live that every day. But I think it's important that other people will hear a voice other than mine explaining that 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 richness okay. in blackness. So that richness of how we became and that richness of why we're not where we are. Human civilization started in Africa. That's just the that's Not sixteen nineteen. Yeah. During the transatlantic slave trade. Nah. But let's keep going. Human civilization, like the first human, regardless of color, we're not even there yet. The first human was found like in Africa. That's where human. And what was her name? Uh, Lucy. Oh, Lucy. I, 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 you like the way I, I and I wanted to express her for a yeah. reason. Go ahead. The first, the first person has to be a female. There's no like. Oh, there's... because of the reproductive yeah, organs no... and the way that life has to happen, no and because. Way. Never mind, keep going. There's no way that, that... They say man because mankind, not because... Right, it's called... In Hebrew, we call that the Isha and the Isha. Right. The Isha's man. Right. Kind. Yeah. And then the Isha and the Isha is Adam and, you know, his right. wife. Right. Who later he gives a name to. Right. But you can keep going. Um, so I mean, yeah. I guess we're going to educate folks today. Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> uh, so that's the start of civilization. From there, uh, intelligence is starting to be created just from... You know, just civilization. You start to learn, you start to... And with intelligence comes manifestation. People start to branch off. They go different places. Some people went to the Asian, what we call today Asia. Some people went to the what we call today Europe. Some people went to what we call today America. So, and we call that the diaspora. And that's the human diaspora. And then there's an African diaspora that comes after that mm-hmm. during slave trading. Yeah, but absolutely. we're talking about when you, Before. Make, when you say... When you say Certain white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let me get who, there. Who are those? Let me get there. Yeah. That's so, what, so, I mean, I mean I'm, re- I'm ready for this. So, some people went to Europe, what we call today Europe. During those times of manifestation, during those times of people leaving uh, Africa to, you know, just venture out. Because that's hum- that's natural human process is to find out what the, f- what the fuck else is out there. That's natural. So... Europe at the time was going through something, as we all know, as the Ice Age. During the Ice Age, it's very cold. Very, very, very extremely cold. Um, adaptations have to be created, such as hair growing past your ears. Because the first thing, if you want to die from being cold, the first thing getting cold is your neck. If your neck So, of course, cold, this is an evolutionary process. An evolutionary process. So, we're, we're not going to act at... Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and I want people to understand... I don't care what you believe, what you think, yeah, yeah. what you science is science. Right. Life is life. 
And even as now, so I'm going to talk about females real quick. If you got corns on your feet, it's because you wear too tight shoes. And so you created a corn in a bunion because your body is always trying to heal itself. Right. So your body grew hair during that time because your body is always trying to heal, heal itself mm -hmm. because it adapts to whatever environment you're in. Mm -hmm. So that's when he says grow hair. Right. Keep going. Yes. So literally exactly what he said. And so you have to protect your neck. You have to protect your ears. Your hair starts to grow down. African people or black people even their hair grows up away from uh, away from their neck because we got a natural god we got a natural goddamn crown <laughs> exactly that I'm gonna just say that, that, that I say that all the time I love my hair yeah it it grows into a natural it crown defines gravity. and that's crazy it defines gravity and if we and I'm gonna just cut you real quick yeah because one of the things that I I look at daily even this morning when I woke up. I woke up this morning, my hair's like pushed to the side. Mm -hmm. So I just do like this little thing with my hands like I do every day. And I look in the mirror and I give my, I start saying my affirmations. And one of the things that I always think about every so often is if my hair could define gravity, what else about me could define Everything. any other law? Besides. Any I'm, other law? I've, I've, hmm. Any that's other a, law? That's a deep, that's any a, other realm? That's a deep concept. Right, because if my hair alone and that's just my hair. But as a black man, what else can I define? Well, I mean, if we if 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 we're gonna answer that question, just I mean, it's, and it's not. But that's the thing. It's I feel like possibilities. That probably us being black men probably means we get more deja vu's. We probably get more huh. realizations. We probably get more like premonition, right? And things like that. Right. Because like because that. what we what I what I believe it to be is that we can be in two realms at once. And understand that we're fully God, fully man, fully king, fully peasant, mm -hmm. all at the same time. Absolutely. You're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. We'll be right back. Unfiltered Love Radio. Unfiltered Love Radio. Long time of day. So, yo, yo, yo. We back. Look, if y'all listen to this conversation, uh... Y'all know I be trying to make these podcasts short. They're never going to be short. This one could go really long, but I'm going to cut it. I'm going to have to cut it because me and this guy, we could probably talk forever. Yeah. Um, it's already been a... We were, we were talking <laughs> before this podcast. We wow. were. We were. So, so um, when, you, when you think of ideas and who you could be and all the things you want to do... Tell people what you want to do. What you what 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 are we looking for for you? The the the, the what real, are you manifesting? The real question is what don't I want to do? Because there's nothing I don't. Um, I I I want to do everything. I feel like I can make music. I can make media. I make music videos. I can make videos. I can record. I can do photography. Um, but my realm for for the sake of uh, just defining it is in media. Um, I love music. I love sports. I love. Uh, podcasts. I love talking. I love communicating. Um, my degree is in communication. Um, went to Old Dominion University. Got a degree in communication. Hey, big ups to the blue and white. You know what I'm saying? And good old monarchs. And I mean, with communication, you kind of touch everything. Whether it's psychology, whether it's multimedia, whether it's social media, whether it's you know crisis communication, PR, public relations, dealing. So with let me tell you, ODU let this man take over their Instagram for a day, right? <laughs> he probably don't even know that I watched this day. Well, but ODU <laughs> let him take over. 
that was the blackest <laughs> I've ever seen. And it was like a professional black way that he did I think it. That's why they didn't promote and, it, by the way. But go ahead. And, and, but, and I'm, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I'm getting to, right? <laughs> so, <clears throat> Old Dominion does this every so often, just like every other university. Um, they'll allow somebody to take over their social media and they'll right. do whatever, right? So, usually I get an alert because I sit on the little ODU thing to say, hey, make sure you tune into our social media, blah, 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 right? I didn't get that alert this day. I literally saw his post and was like, yo, I'm taking over ODU's uh, Instagram account. And I said, oh, very interesting. There are parts of Old Dominion University that I've never seen until he put it on there. <laughs> so I said, well, I've been to ODU plenty of times. I sit on this little board. I go to all these little, you know, the community meetings because as a community advocate and being sometimes the only black voice in there. And, you know, many of you know, I'm usually the only male or the only black male or the combination of both. And I think that's amazing. I don't like it. It's not always fun. And I'm not always the voice of it. But I love it at the same time because it gives me the opportunity to say, hey, we're here. We have a seat at the table. So you took over ODU one day. Yes, sir. How did that work? How was that? (laughs) It was a a great experience. Um, What did you learn? It was an assignment, so if I can be honest. Oh. Yeah. yeah okay. It, yeah. Um. It was part of. There was this class. It was the first semester that they had it, and it was um, geared directly towards um, communication students with that have been doing well with that program and kind of done other things with the school type shit. It wasn't like. I don't even like it was. So there it were was no more, assignments. Like we did like projects for the school. I don't know if you remember, but we um, beat Virginia Tech last year. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you remember. But of course. <laughs> that was like it was part of our assignment to um, talk about or not talk about it, but get research. Um, what kind of numbers did this do? What kind of this, that, and the third? What um, we had to we had to rearrange the website for people who have never been to ODU's website before because mm. when you type in Virginia Tech now, you're now seeing BOD or ODU beat Virginia Tech, right. and so you know you're getting new. So it's being able to find a different way to communicate. Right, absolutely. So um, with that it. with that being said, uh, what did I learn from the taking over the Instagram? Um, I learned that. I don't know. I, it wasn't even a learning experience. It, was. <laughs> it really wasn't. It was It was kind of more of a, um, it was new. I've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And But you know what? I, and I say learn because now you as a black man mm-hmm. are taking over a, a PWI mm-hmm. and they're allowing you to feed your content. And of course, there's rules and stuff to it. Absolutely. But they're allowing you to put whatever content you wanted to. And like I said, I was introduced to some things that black people were doing on the ODU campus that I had no idea. Yeah. And so I think that that was like, for for people looking on the outside who may have not been a student at ODU right. or okay. who may just sit on the committee, for us, it's like one of those moments like, dang, that makes sense. I can see this, that. Is, this is great. Right. And so for you being able to kind of be the catalyst of like I one of those that. movements that they're doing, right. I think is amazing, you know. I, um, I also feel like they realized that too, though. So um, it kind of got... Of this, course. It kind of got diminished a little bit. Like I was doing also like photography with the school. Like they were taking, using me and I was the only boy. Um, I was the only black male and I was only male. Mm. But they were... Um, there might have been one other male for the commercial. Like I, I, I was in the ODU commercial. Right. Well. There was one other male, but he wasn't black, and uh, he was Indian though. He was a minority. 
And um, I say all of that to say, when we did these pictures, I had my chains on. You know what I'm saying? I, I was repping over you. I had my shirt or whatever. Right. But I felt like I put off too much of a... I had my wave. An ur- ur- urban appearance. Yes. And I but, don't think they're using those pictures now. And, but you know what? And that, But that's one of the... That's one of the things that I'm talking about. Right. How we can be there and present, but not seen. Right. And so, and that happens a lot. That happens a lot in every field and everything. But that's why I think it's important for us to understand how to be there. Right. The appropriate way to be there. Okay. So I, I, I don't disagree th- with that. I don't think you did it the wrong way. Right. Because I think you should always be you. Right. I think you should. But I do think. I do think that there's there's a way to articulate who we are. So, I'm going to tell you. I work in an office, and most of the directors in our office are black women. Mm-hmm. Ironically, working for black women, sorry, black women, is probably the worst thing in the world. I'd much rather work for somebody white because they just don't know who I am. Okay. And I love black women. Um, you know. Right. So, but, I, like today. So, today... I wore a basic outfit, and I decided I'm going to put on Vans. Anytime I wear Vans to my office, oh, you millennial. You came in with Vans in the office. You got your jean jacket on. You got your chain on. Where's your earrings? And to me, I feel degraded as if I didn't earn a certificate or my degree or any of these skills or I hadn't been in the field long enough to actually be there. It's almost like I'm a little kid all over again, right? Because, you know, black women have mama syndrome is what I call it. And so sometimes I think that's important, though, because ironically, an intern was there today from the other side of the office. And she walks over and she's a little Asian girl, really quiet. And she comes up to me. She goes, I don't really know where this is. And I'm afraid to ask anybody else. But you look like you'll tell me. And to me, that was that moment where I realized why I wear Vans. Why I have my jean jacket on? And, okay. Because it made her feel comfortable that she's a student and she recognizes me probably as being that kind of student feel good moment. This is this is how, based off of everything you're saying, and I didn't even I kind of knew this, but now I think I've really found the words for it. I don't live for today. I live for the future. Uh huh. I know that who I am is going to be really comfortable for uh, the next generation. They're going to be able to talk to me. They're going to be able to confine to me. Right. They're going to be able to... Whereas now there's a huge generational gap, like a big, ginormous one. And, and it's not even... Like someone who's 38, I'll have problems communicating with. Which, which is crazy. Which, you know what's, what's crazy? Because as I get a little older, I it's like I'm almost... I feel J. Cole when he says, I'm big bro and little bro all at once. When I go to the high schools and the middle schools, oh, Mr. Kelly, you're so old. Yeah. But when I'm like around people at my job... I'm one of the millennials. Oh, you're young or you're doing this. And so I literally fall right in between that generational right. gap. And you're coming up to that. Right. And that's, it's, that's me too. I was born in 95 in between 1990 and 2000. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's just crazy, right? It's perfect. Right. Like, that's just my life. So, like, right. We, we live in, be, uh, in the in-between in state. The in-between. And, and it's crazy. I had a conversation with someone that I think is also one of those in-betweeners. He's an actor, um, like a local actor. And mm-hmm. he's an older guy. He's not young at all. Um, not old, old. But he's right, right, old. right, right. And I think he's an in-betweener because we'll have a deep conversation and he'll come to understand. Let's say he's like my dad's age. I can't have that conversation with my dad. I feel like there's certain in-betweeners. Because it's like a, a mindset. Right. Even like a Kanye West. He's able to communicate 
though he sounds crazy to some, he's able to communicate to both generations. And, and to both <laughs> into, intellects as right, well. Right, absolutely. Because there's a, there's a generational divide, but there's an intellectual divide. Absolutely. And so I think people forget that there's an intellectual divide. But then on top of that, if you have all three, which is the spiritual divide, where you understand the world outside of this realm of life, way more than that creates a whole different way thing. Way more to life than life. Right. You listen to Unfilter Love Radio. We'll be right back. Unfilter Love Radio. All right, Unfilter Love people. What's your guy? You good? Y'all know. Listen, look, I got my voice back, so y'all know. I'm about to hey! all day, right? But nah, not for real. So we here, we talking. And if y'all don't know, who y'all listening to? What's your name? They call me Tariq. That's my human name. They call me Tariq. What's your alien name? Or your spirit name? Oh, hell <laughs> So I know one of your big aspirations is uh, a record company. Absolutely. And I feel like I've been following you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been waiting for you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know that you rap. Mm-hmm. I know that you speak very well. Mm-hmm. I know that you can articulate yourself. Mm-hmm. So what we want you to do uh-huh. is to give us a rapping monologue of a do-rag. A rapping monologue of a do-rag. Explain exactly what you're looking for. And I think I'm not looking for anything. I'm looking for your creativity. So I'm surprised you even want to ask me what I'm looking for. Like, Jeez. I'm, Is I'm, that an insult to injury? Yeah, I think so, people. I'm saying, like, well, you, you just want me to rap about a do-rag. And you're, my, you're a do-rag. My do-rag. All right. I mean, let me find a rhythm in my head. Um, My do-rag. I don't know. That's a weird. Word. That's <laughs> even a weird word to say, like in a rap. Like it is. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's a monologue as well. It's not just a rap. Yeah. Um, my do rag. So it's a poetic flow. My do rag reminds you of my pants sag, but I don't give a fuck. Cause nah, I ain't no fag. But see, they 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 slander my name, and they say that my do rag is reminds them of a black flag that I never wore. So instead of pulling my sword to stab these white people up, I just tie my do-rag up and go get a haircut, go get a fade, go get some laid. So get laid by a bitch that want to be a slave because all she do is wear chains and all she want to do is wear rings and diamond chains and drive the range. But in all actuality, the real thing is that my do-rag holds my brain. The real thing is that my do-rag holds my waves. The real thing is that my do-rag is insane because it's in vain for you to think vain of my do-rag because my do-rag is the reason why I have the hair that I have. My do-rag is the reason why my waves spin the way that they do. And my re- my do-rag is the reason why you hate on me the way that you do. Your My do-rag doesn't need to be too tight. It doesn't need to be too loose. My do-rag doesn't need to be a silky. It doesn't need to be blue. But it does need to be my do-rag. And I do need to rock it. And I do need to wear it. It's because I'm that fly shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That was all off the dome, but that was just... Hey, give it up for my guy who got his do-rag looking so tight that his beard is looking right. Yeah. That was, just, that was nothing. That won't fit. That, nah, that, nah, that, that won't uh, see, see, people come in here and they think they know, oh, Kel's going to do this, this, this. I don't care what interview you listen to. I don't care what you're doing. You're not going to have the same interview. I'm a talk else. shit rapper, though. So, But, I mean, what you did, I mean, that was it, though. Like, <laughs> like, I caught you off guard. That's what I do. So, right. tell the people where they can find you. Tell them what's coming next. 
And, you know, yeah. give, give them a word of inspiration of how you want your legacy to end. Follow me on Instagram at reek underscore the ruler. Um, my, my YouTube is just typing my name, Tariq Ward. My name is spelled T-A-R-I-Q, Ward, W-A-R-D. Um, Y'all don't what, want to what, what, you, what can you look forward to? I mean, I've already put out a lot of content. Um, of course, there's more coming. R.P. Kobe Bryant, when he died, it really messed up like my my thought processes and Yours. everything. Like I, I've, I've never. These episodes are late because of that. Yeah, that that's why. We, I, as we talked about, like right. these episodes are late, um, partly because of that. Currently, I'm working on this uh, episodic kind of vlog video thing of my experiences with women. Um, part one is out currently. Part two and three are delayed because Kobe decided to pass away. So Kobe, this is your fault for the <laughs> no seriously. Um, but he has that Mamba mentality. You gonna yeah, get it no, done? Uh, Kobe and is a serious huge inspiration for me. Um, beside, way beyond basketball, the person he was. Mm -hmm. You see his maturity grow from seventeen to forty one. Um, you know, if you know, if anyone is a huge sports fan, you'll notice that Kobe had a Philly accent when he first came into the league, and then that it developed into him being articulate, into him kind of killing being a California man. I feel like he killed his ego. I feel like you have to. You kid, he killed his ego and became the person that I think he wanted to be. And I, to, to see Kobe do what he did. I mean, this is the only person I've seen without a superstar team to carry somebody to the finals and win. And I'm just talking basketball. But, again, Kobe Bryant messed me up. Now, you know we're going to disagree on that. What? Who, who, who else done it? Bottoms up. Michael Jordan. But we're not talking about Michael. Oh, okay. We're not, but we got to talk about people within their generational gaps. But, Michael but is, hold on. Kobe I'm not even going to say Michael. I didn't even did say Michael. Michael. You said Michael. It's Michael all day. We already know. But we, we, if you were talking about a, a super a non-superstar or a superstar dragging a team, mm -hmm. you're not going to like leave Kawhi Leonard out of that conversation. Oh. And I think we've talked about this shortly. But anyway, keep telling people where you're going. We can have this conversation. Okay, online. you're right. You're right. Ka Kawhi, is, Kawhi is the new GOAT. I'm just okay. I already I'm know that. I already know that. All right. I already know that. Because you're going to get my Clippers. I'm, I'm talking I love about. Kawhi Leonard. All right, cool. Love him. There you go. <laughs> like, that's um, my favorite you Because you ain't going to be like, bro. Uh, I fuck with Kawhi. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, A legacy. What, what yeah. legacy are you leaving, bro? This, people are, when I'm gone, people are going to know that. Nothing. I everything I did was real. People are gonna know that there was no fake energy, none of that. Like if you, you don't have to wonder if I like you or not. You don't have to wonder if I if, <coughs> if if we are on the same page or not. You're gonna know, and that's I feel like that's the biggest thing. That's why I don't make any altercations to who I am. That's why I put myself out there the way that I do. Is because there is no confusion. The person that you're talking to right now, tell me I don't match my Instagram. Tell me there's no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, and, and, and that's one of the things of why I wanted you to come. Mm. I mean, it's a lot of people I want to come for various reasons, mm. but you in particular to come is because from the day that I saw you on Instagram to the day I actually saw you in person, I think we were at a barbershop. Barbershop. And I was like, yo, yeah. that's the guy. That's my guy. Yeah. And I just felt like we've already known each other, right? Right. But then to like see you like in person and in action and to kind of start interacting, right. it's always been the same. Right. And I think that that level of authenticity that you have, never let it go no matter what, no matter that. how much it hurts, no matter how much people will tell you, don't be that, don't show that, don't do that. Because what happens is there are men out there dying, not just black men, men period, and women that are dying to be authentic. 
when you it comes to you so naturally. Right. And they're dying to be authentic because they've been told they have to be manicured, they have to be masculine, they have to be feminine in certain ways. And I don't think that that's true. Right. I think they have to be them. I think you should always be a better version of you. Always. I think, as you like mentioned about Kobe, is the one thing we, as I'm starting to learn in life, that a lot of your ego has to go in order for you to actually become, right. which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I think you've kind of started mastering that at an early age, and it's not going to take you to 41 to get it. Wow. Okay. And it's not going to take you forever to get to accomplish your goal and to manifest who you want to be because you're already him just in not the way that you think you are. Right. You're yeah. him. You're him in a realm that you don't even see yet because I see it. And so I think I think never alter that, never change that, but then also be that example for the next generation Absolutely. so that they can be who they're supposed to be right. because they watched you because right. we're always somebody else's hero. I, I can't really say much to that. That just made me feel so good. So, thank you. This, <laughs> this, this is a feel-good movie head-ass. But look, you listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. I'll be back with your moment of encouragement, your Unfiltered Love moment. Stay tuned.